0: Hello I'm Lauren and'm one of the missionaries currently in San Francisco. We've just celebrated the first Sunday in Advent, a time of waiting and I think this is the first advent of my life where it truly feels like the whole world is waiting together, waiting for a vaccine, waiting for some good news in a year that has been rather dark. As people of faith, Advent isn't only a time of waiting, it's a time of walking slowly with the certainty that we are not alone, a time of preparation for God's promise of salvation, a faithful company to be born once again in our hearts. In this past Sunday's gospel, in Mark 13, Jesus tells his disciples, be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves his home and places his servants in charge, each with their own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. I find it interesting because Jesus doesn't just tell us to wait for salvation, but to watch. And to watch is an active waiting, an attentive waiting. And because we're told that the Lord of the house is coming, we can wait with expectant hope. And are we waiting for a God that will only come in the future? Of course not. God is already with us. Christ is already supporting us. St. Paul reminds us of this when he says that he's giving thanks to his brothers and sisters in Christ and says that in Christ, you were enriched in every way so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, he will keep you firm to the end. Because God is faithful and by him, you were called to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Hearts that are asleep will be drowsy to the spiritual gifts that St. Paul is talking about. The spiritual gifts that Support us as we wait. Hearts that are asleep might only perceive this time as darkness. And sometimes we just have to let our eyes adjust to the moment to perceive the grace that is with us, the way that our eyes need time to adjust to darkness in order to see the stars. This all involves a bit of patient waiting active waiting. Hearts that are awake are ready to hope although it's dark. Hearts that are awake, that are alert are ready to call out, come, O oh come Emmanuel, come God who is with us come, walk with us on this journey in this moment that we are living right now. It really helped me to ponder what sort of journey Mary and Joseph made from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It really helped me to imagine what this trek might have been like for them. Scholars say that it probably took them about a week or more in order to make this journey. And I was imagining that with this journey where they needed to cross the Jordan River, probably go through the Judean desert, it was pretty exhausting. And as the crow flies, it's 70 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And because Mary was with child, it's likely that they would have taken the longer route to avoid Samaria since there was a long history of Jews and Samaritans not getting along. So it could have possibly been a 90-mile journey. And I suspect that anyone who might have encountered Mary and Joseph as they entered Bethlehem would have perceived their deep exhaustion. And in my prayer, I imagined that they encountered a shepherd. And he, sensing their tiredness, began a conversation with them, asking them, well, what helped you make this long journey? And Mary's response was very sincere and very simple. God's promise. What promise did God make to you Joseph swiftly answering that promise that God spoke to him through an angel in his dream that God is with us. So, looking to Mary and Joseph, they can be great models and models of inspiration for us as we embark on this journey of advent, this journey of of watching, of waiting, and of hoping so that we can more deeply perceive and believe in God's closeness with us always, within our hearts, within our communities, and this world.